At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Doesn't that music just make you want to clap and have fun? Hour number two here on Monday. Let's go. It is Monday night football between two teams that may or may not be good. Uh, I think as of right we now. We thought coming in the season they were good. good. You know, but we, we thought coming in the season they're good. Absolutely. It's one of those things, like, it's been so bizarre to talk about the AFC West and how great this is going to be the best division in the history of the NFL. The NFC West has been the NFC best, and they're just. All of our opinions. That's Actually, you know what? I'm good. We are going to do that. On Wednesday, we're going to have, we'll, we'll like, a quarter poll. <laughs> like, you know, we're a quarter of the way through the season. Like, where we were right, where look. we were wrong, and where we were horribly wrong. Like, yeah. Just like, yeah, and there's Very probably going to be a lot of those to put in that bucket. But tonight's game, well tonight's game, though, I think it's going to be, even if it is ugly, and even if both teams are not who we expected them to be, still going to be an interesting game. Still worth Finding some value no, on the board here. I, I, absolutely. We're still sitting at two across the board right now. There's one, one and a half rest of country. So if you do want to play the 49ers, there is one. I mean, uh, if you do want to play the, uh, yeah, want to play the Niners, one, one and a half still available out there. 42, 42 and a half is the total. There's one 41 and a half that has now just popped. I understand the thought process behind the under. I just couldn't quite get there because I have this like, sinking feeling that at some point the Rams are going to like go off. just look better. Well, I mean, uh, you know, again, like I think that Stafford having absolutely no work all off season 
that there was some legitimate rust. And I think there was some legitimate concerns with him not being able to get any rapport with Allen Robinson, with not, you know, any of that. We, and we kind of saw that in the first couple of weeks where basically every drop back was just, where's Cooper Cup? And it was just, you know, it was like line, it's just drop back and try to find Cooper Cup. So I, I just have this feeling that at some point they're going to look much better. Now, whether that's tonight or not, I have no idea, and it probably won't be, but I, I, that's why the under scares me. So one thing that we do know about Matt Stafford, though, whether it's arm strength or arm feel mm-hmm. or not, is that he throws a lot of interceptions. And, mm-hmm. I mean, tied with Trevor Lawrence last season for the most interceptions in all of the NFL, he's already got five to start the year, and he had five against the San Francisco 49ers a season ago. So it's minus 145 now. I was going through to look at it because I like Jimmy G and Matt Stafford. Who cares what pick. the 49ers are against the spread in their last Monday night games? Who cares? Uh, for anyone, uh, for anyone Fire that's that just graphic listening, into the sun. Like it's been 18 had, Monday games. Who we cares? We had a betting trends oh graphic up there. Fire that graphic into the sun. You, you don't like? Oh that's my a, god. We, we, we're, we worked hard on these. Experiments. 18. The last 18 Monday Wyatt, night games. I like, appreciate you. Geez. I don't care what Matt has to say. Uh, I don't care what he told me in the, the break. <laughs> look, oh, I want to make things look pretty out here. Oh, under. God. I like the under trend though. Under 10 and one the last 11 games. That yeah, does kind of support my lean. But again, I do mm. not have a wager on the cider total in this game where things sit right now. That's just the way that I feel. I feel it's going to be an under game. We just saw the 49ers in an 11 to 10 loss a week ago. And I know recency bias is something we try to mm. avoid, but it is permanently emblazoned in my mind at this point from what I have seen. They've really struggled offensively and we know how dynamic they can be on defense. Um, but I do like both quarterbacks to have a pick. So Matt Stafford's minus 145. Well, don't like the number. Jimmy G minus 110. Fire the graphic then. We're going to do some prop watch up in this prop place, watch. man. Let's do some prop it's watch. Time. time for prop Let's watch on a it. Monday here on VEASAN Final Countdown. And listen, I actually do have two. Ooh, what do, do we have? I do, I do have two tonight. Okay. Um, so you said you like you like interceptions. I think that yes. there's I think there's a, a good chance that these these guys could throw some interceptions as well. So I don't hate that one at all. Um, the one that I am looking at here, and, and again, super small sample size. Jimmy Garoppolo is the 29th graded passer out of 33 qualifiers heading into the week. So there's there's only four that are below small him. Small sample yeah, size, like you said. Small sample size. Just saying. Okay. So if you wanted to play him for a pick. Not the worst, I think, you know, not not the worst. He's going to throw one. Even if it's not his fault, it will happen. And, it's and, just he's one of those guys. And the other thing is, is if you are, if you're a Rams believer, again, we always try to like make sure that our stuff makes sense, right? And so if you are a Rams believer, then that would mean that at some point the 49ers are going to have to get away from what is their, what they would typically like to do, which is run the ball first and foremost and then pass whenever they need to. And they're going to have to abandon that and pass first. And so if you believe that the Rams do take control of this game, it's even more reason for you to think yes on the interception for Jimmy Garoppolo because he's going to have to put the ball in the air much more than was in the game script. Does that show to you how I feel about the 49ers in this game? That's why I can't bet it because I just I have Mm -hmm. no confidence in the side that I want to root for. So I'm not going to place a bet on something that I'm going to be rooting against the entire game. Yes. So for me. I was looking at Debo Samuel and the rushing props in this game. And mainly here, you're able to find a under 30 and a half, which is what I have in the account for Debo Samuel for this one. And so this is mainly just kind of playing what the averages are going to be. And basically, you know, 
hoping that there's no outlier. And so he had eight carries in week one, but that was in the slop where they didn't Mm -hmm. throw the ball at all, remember? So he had eight carries in week one. Now, back to normal, week two, he had four carries. And you're like, wait, you're playing the under 30 and a half. He had four carries for 53 yards. True, he also had a 51-yard carry. (laughs) So the other three carries were for two yards, right? And so, again, you have to hope for that there's not going to be an outlier. And then this past week, he had five carries for six yards. So it's it. there's always going to be a lot of variance, I think, with Debo. And if you believe that, that you know, and again, that might not be your type of betting, but for me, again, he's going to, he's, it's going to be about four or five carries for him. And with four or five, you can still average five yards a carry, which is really good. You can average five point something yards per carry, which is still very good. And you're going to be under the 30 and a half that you can find out there in the market right now. So I'm taking the under. And the only other thing is Ty Davis price is out for this game. So secondary now, Jeff Wilson's handled the load fine, but we do know that Shanahan likes to at least have a secondary guy come in and take a handful of touches. I don't think that that means Debo ends up getting 10 touches in this game because they have Marlon Mack and they have Tevin Coleman both on the practice squad, right? So both of those guys, Marlon Mack's a, a longtime veteran. Tevin Coleman actually used to play in San Francisco. So, I mean, like both of these guys are on the roster, I would assume one of them gets elevated and one of them ends up taking, you know, five, six. What is it? I got uh, Tevin Coleman has been okay, elevated. Okay, so Tevin Coleman. So, I mean, I assume he gets the five or six, you okay. know, carries in the game. So, I don't really care about his rushing specific either way. Yeah. The rushing and receiving, I do think has a chance to go over. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm trying to find a number and I can't find one. Right now, um, but he has historically, and again, I know you hate that. Mm-hmm. I know. Had a lot of success against this team, mm-hmm. and I was looking through some of his numbers. Average 124 rushing, receiving yards combined throughout each of the matchups last year. Four touchdowns. Um, Rams allow a lot of receiving mm-hmm. yards, uh, second most yeah. in the NFL. No, I mean, so I think that they're. I think the combo could come together nicely because, like you said, they're probably going to have to pass the ball a little bit more. But I think he's going to be a recipient of touches. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen. I think from a passing standpoint, that's what I wouldn't touch it just because. Again, I think that there's at least a. I think there's a at least a decent chance that the Rams do get control of this game. Well, similarly on the other side of this, Cooper Cup has carved up the 49ers generally. Yeah. So like. His numbers are always going to be high, but is it worth maybe getting involved in Cooper Cup, whether it's an anytime touchdown, whether it's his receiving yards or just receptions numbers? <laughs> it's about the only time you'll ever hear us ever recommend an a, over a on, minus money or a minus yes. money anytime touchdown. Minus one ten anytime yeah. touchdown. But he always freaking but, but cashes like, it. He, well, pl- he's he's just he's the first read and the second read for Stafford every single time they get down. Like it, like it, he he has to be like not open the first time he looks at him and then not open the second time he looks at him <laughs> before he even looks at a third option when they get in the red zone. So for real, I mean it's it's not one of those things where I would make a, a strong recommendation a lot of times if I'm not getting like decent plus money. But again, the usage for Cooper Cup in the red zone. And his and Matthew Stafford's love affair with Cooper Cup is the only time you would ever see me in a million years playing a minus money anytime touchdown. In the games against San Francisco last season, he averaged eleven catches, not eleven, you know, targets. Yeah, eleven catches right. per game. That's crazy. Right. I know. And so for me, it's like it's one of those where I have to kind of like just just kind of bite the bullet and say, like, you know, look, I don't love playing those type of bets, but Cooper Cup is 
pretty high. I mean, it's it's set at, it's set at a coin flip, and it's probably a coin flip for him to to get in the end zone, if not better, for him to make it the end zone. I, I did do one of the little same game parlays. Yes, but, you've been yeah that that you know that, that tell a story, right? If if you want to tell a story, and so there is a story that you can tell for a Rams win, right? Which is Rams win, obviously Rams money line. Matthew Stafford's got to go for at least 225 passing yards. If Matthew Stafford doesn't throw for 225, the Rams aren't winning. So if the Rams win, he's going to have to throw for 225 passing yards. Allen Robinson, in my opinion, has to get more involved in this offense. And if that's the case, 35 receiving yards for Allen Robinson, who at one time, not too long ago, was considered like a top 10 wide receiver yeah. in all the NFL. I like, this. like how far has he fallen off? So I'm going to say that he can get the 35 receiving yards. Now, you're going to say, wait a minute, you're taking the over on Garoppolo. Well, this is what I was saying a little bit earlier, that if the Rams are having a good game and if the Rams are controlling this game, then I think it changes the San Francisco philosophy where Jimmy Garoppolo is going to throw the ball much more. And if that's the case, we're only asking him to get to 195 passing yards, either through the success of the 49ers or in garbage time, either one. I don't really care. Just get me to 195 passing yards. And through that, what we do know is George Kittle, and you and I were kind of screaming about this the last couple of weeks, is George Kittle, since he has come back, I felt been a little bit underutilized. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. It was a groin injury. I can understand. Ease him in. now it's been three weeks, you know, and so I think that the George Kittle that we all have grown to know and love can probably have a bigger role in this offense as well. And again, we're talking about a dude whose props last year were probably sitting high 50s, low 60s. We're asking for 30 yards yeah. out of George Kittle. If all those things happen, that's five different picks, and you're getting plus 575 on that. I like that a lot. Um, one thing we didn't get to was Rams running backs. I think that I might like unders there in general. Let's talk about it then. All right. Let's talk about it. I mean, we can't talk enough. Yeah, we can't talk enough about Monday yeah. Night Football. We'll revisit in a moment. Don't go anywhere. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick 
and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. The NHL season's almost here, and our hockey betting experts are ready for all of the action. The VSIN Hockey Season Prep Guide, available now. Strategies and best bets for the season ahead. Get in depth analysis from our hockey experts, including Andy McNeil. He's got predictions for teams and players, win totals, daily betting tips, season long trends to watch, plus three things every new NHL better should know. The guide's a must have with key insights and data for both avid hockey bettors and those new to the sport, which I can. A test, too. I read through the whole thing this weekend, and it's freaking awesome. So give yourself that same edge at vcin.com slash subscribe. Here's the thing. Can't buy it a la carte. Yes. you got to become a vcin pro subscriber. Yeah, we used to sell these things a la carte, and then people didn't even realize what they were missing out on. Well, not anymore. We force you to come in and figure (laughs) out all the stuff that you're missing out on. So guess what? Part of the subscription. Wanted to wrap up a little bit of our Monday Night Football conversation, which we'll revisit again at the end of the hour before Mm -hmm. we get out of here. But um, talking about the potential for Rams running backs this game, I feel like they're not going to do a lot. I don't know if you agree or disagree, but. Like we said, San Francisco's defense is absurdly good. I mean, we're talking the number three overall defense DVOA, the number one, according to pro football focus, they have the number five rush defense, according to pro football focus, number three, according to second fewest rushing yards allowed per game. And if you also look, the other thing that is, is really kind of like working for this defense as well is their early down EPA has been so incredibly good. And so these teams if they're if they're if they're so good on early downs, like it doesn't behoove the Rams to run Cam Akers into the line and then force you know second nine every single time. So uh, I, I can get behind that. And look, the deal with Cam Akers is why you're like rolling the dice with Cam Akers anyway with this twelve and a half carries and the forty two and a half yards because we we've seen him like be put on ice like mm-hmm. in games already this season. So like it's not like the job is is his for sure. Agreed. Yeah. And the number that really stood out to me as I was looking at the the prop watch available options was, again, the rushing and receiving yards, the 52 and a half potentially under because 
he's only got 18 total receiving yards this year mm-hmm. on two catches. And so he's not utilized like that a ton. Um, and similarly, not utilized a ton in general where things yeah. have sat right now. But the rushing numbers too, 44 yards and 61 total yards. Um, and I, he's not going to have the same rushing prowess, in my opinion, against this 49ers defense. And if he's not catching the ball, you get the higher number that's essentially just going to be based on his mm-hmm. rushing numbers in my in my thought process. Yeah, no, for sure. I think the other, the only one, the Wilson one is at least interesting, though, to me as well on the 49ers side, because we, like we mentioned, so without Ty Davis Price out there, and we know Eli Mitchell's on IR, they're having to elevate Tevin Coleman from the practice squad. I think if you're a 49ers backer in this game, you're probably taking the over on at least the carries. Maybe not the yards, but I mean at least the carries because again, so we give mm-hmm. we give Debo his 4, maybe 5. We give Tevin Coleman his 3 or 4, which is really just spelling Jeff Wilson. <laughs> so if you think that if you think the 49ers win the game, I mean, Jeff Wilson's likely going to have 18, 19, 20 carries in this game because specifically when they get in the second half, they're going to run the ball a ton. They're not going to have Jimmy Garoppolo out there throwing the ball over the place if they're winning this game. Okay, let's do mm-hmm. some touchdown props here. Ooh, I like it. We used to do. We used to. We used to bet on these in one of the older shows that I did, and like I, I think this is good. We should keep track of who who actually gets any of these ever right. Okay, do like, you want to you know, do first touchdown score or any times? No, no, we'll do first. Okay. First touchdown score, the draft. I will give you. I'll give you honors. Wowee. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, though. Yeah. No, um, I mean, it, 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 it is. It kind of is. I think I might go first touchdown scorer, Brandon Ayuk. Ooh, okay. So I'm saying 49ers because 10 to 1. there is one thing. There is one thing that San Francisco is good at. They are good at a scripted first two drives. Yes. And absolutely. Brandon Ayuk is somebody that I think could be the recipient of that. First touchdown on one of those early drives. Niners get on the board first. He's the guy. I like you know. Okay, I, I'm I'm in on that. I don't think that that's I don't think that that's the uh, the worst one there. I mean, I you're going with a Rams player. I, I can already feel it. You're going with looked, if you go Cooper Cup, I'm gonna no no. Kill I don't you. do the chalk thing. Okay. No, no, <laughs> it was so boring. It, like whenever we uh, anyway, uh, I will actually go. I, you know what? I will say I'm gonna go 49ers player as well, and I'm gonna go with the, something that helps out our our little same game parlay that we were looking at a little bit earlier. And I'm going to say George. Kittle I knew it. I, was, I thought, I thought the yeah. way you were going to say that though, was I see your Brandon. Ayuk mm-hmm. and I raised yeah. you a George Kittle. I knew that was where you were going to go. Because this is like, this seems like a very good, again, very good spot. Three kind of three weeks removed from the injury being like a thing that kept him out of the game. He was very close to going in week two, as we remember, but mm-hmm. then they just decided to precautionarily hold him out. And then he came back and played in week three. Like, I think that we're looking at a, I think we're looking at a, a more, more normal mm-hmm. George Kittle this week and a more normal part of this offense. And so certainly big body dude down there in the red zone, yeah. it would certainly be uh it, it would certainly be somebody at 10 to one. I mean, yeah, nine similar and a half, one, 10 to one. Yeah. yeah similar pretty, number. Pretty number yeah. I like that. Um, I also think that sometimes if you want to do a first touchdown score, it doesn't hurt if you wanted to pick, a player from each team because mm-hmm. the the plus money prices are going to balance out if you win one. And right? we don't know who's going to win the coin toss and yes. the whole nine yards. So if you had to pick a Rams player, who would you pick? Allen Robinson. 
He's uh, getting yeah, he's, that listen, goes with your same game parlay too. Allen Robinson, <laughs> but I honestly believe like they are going to have to. They look this Rams team. They understand they're, they've got like a two more year window. Like they built this thing to try and win multiple championships in a short amount of time. And then this team is going to be very bad because they've mortgaged every one of their future picks. Like they have no draft picks. They have no nothing. So they understand if they go out and sign Allen Robinson, they they have to have, make sure that he is a part of this offense. Like he has to be contributing or this is not going to function for them. Okay. It's not going to work for them. So I'll take Allen Robinson 13 to one first touchdown score. If I had to pick a Ram, I'm just going to go chalk then. Take the plus 550 with Cooper Cup. You go against would. everything. You would. I just said, how boring is it whenever someone takes the chalk? Boring, but oh, like nine times out of ten, man, my guy is how catching. How boring is that? <laughs> it's right. boring, but if it cashes, does boring really matter? I mean, matter? no, it doesn't really matter. Uh, and it's still but like it's plus just... 550. It's not like minus 110 for the anytime. What I wish is if you bet an anytime touchdown, like especially for a guy like Cooper Cup, who we've seen just have those multiple end zone targets Mm -hmm. that you would just continue to get paid every time that he got a touchdown. I wish that there was just a book that would institute that because it would be, be, that would be, it would be pretty cool. So let's talk about this. This is a, um, after the big performance this week. And of course the, the big rally, we talked about how it's going to be tough to knock Josh Allen off of the MVP race. If he continues to kind of perform, right? He does it with his legs in the game. It's a comeback against a team that everybody was. I think the. I feel like the Ravens were kind of like the in vogue dog this week. I don't mm-hmm. really. I, I felt like it anyway. Um, I Josh, had them. Josh Allen down to plus 275 now. So under three to one to win the MVP. And you start to look around and you go, well, is there any value? And the problem is, is like, you're like okay, instantly gravitate towards Mahomes or instantly gravitate towards Lamar. Even Jalen Hurts. They're all sitting at five to one. Like there's no, like there's no bet to be made here basically outside of having to take some sort. I mean, if you think that, if you think that Cincinnati just completely turns around the season or something, I mean, Burrow's going to have to have massive numbers. I hate all the names based on how we've seen teams perform through four weeks. Yeah. It's like, it's like Burrow would have to have just outlandish stats. If the Cincinnati like came back and like became one of the better teams in the AFC this year. So like, Maybe at twenty-five to one, that might Could be Kirk where you look. Cousins creep back in, or a Tua creep back in if he gets healthy. That's, both fifty to one. That's the thing. Is like probably not right. I mean, Ugh. that's where we're that's where we're sitting in all this. I mean, like, had Trevor Lawrence won this past week. You could, we could start at least drawing a line to mm-hmm. saying like, hey, look, if this guy takes this team from last, from, you know, the number one overall pick in the draft to like maybe playoff contender, they just knock off one of the, the big dogs in the NFL right now. But that loss and he, you know, the trillion fumbles in the game and all the things like that with him. Four so, lost fumbles yeah. and a pick. Yeah. So Eesh. it's like, it's, you can't even make a case for him at this point. So I look at this and I go, wow. It's probably very, very likely to be one of those top four guys, and they're all unbettable. Like this, they, well, they, they've killed where, this market for us. But that's where I think a lot of our preseason conversation really comes into play when we're talking about those numbers that you can get now, where things yeah. sit, and that once the regular season starts, it's probably going to go away. You have a Jalen Hurts ticket, and I have a Lamar Jackson yeah. ticket that we both like a good bit right now because of the way that things stand. Why are you smiling like that? It's creeping me one, out. How about an 80 to one Geno Smith? Look, hey, look, now look, we're talking. Look, look 80 to one what Geno if Smith this action. Seattle team that had a season win total oh, of six comes out here 
wins 12 games. Yeah. <laughs> I know. If that's the case, if that's the case, the Pete actually that the Pete bet Carroll to make coach is, of the year. Yes. that's the bet to make for sure. What is that number right now? That's, I don't know. It, but I mean that's actually, not going to it's actually, not going to happen. It probably can't be it can't be better than 80 to 1. I mean like it's probably Gino 80 to 1. It's like like something like that, but I mean it's not, to don't, be fair. Don't bet it. The dude's been super this been super efficient, but yeah, he, ain't he go, has he ain't been so much better than I anticipated. Yeah. I was talking so much trash about this poor young man coming into the season, yeah. and he's largely exceeded expectations. Can't be mad at him. I'm no, scrolling Kirk down the list right now. Kirk can't get back in. Beat Carroll, hundred one. Yeah, Kirk can't get back in. I mean, Tom. You don't think Kirk could get back in? Brady's Brady's not going to have the counting stats this year. Brady's a yeah. no bet for sure. Yeah, he's not going to have the counting hmm. stats. It's going to be one of those four guys, and this market's already it dead. Is. Yeah, this market's already dead. Week four. What? Uh, we're going to continue recapping the weekend and looking ahead to week five. Get the lowdown at the books for Monday Night Football with Vinny Maiulo. Don't go anywhere. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Take a stab at 5000 bucks in prizes in the Halloween Ends Gridiron Challenge. Join and draft your fantasy football team, then play in the contest on October 9th to win your share of cash at DraftKings.com slash Halloween Ends. Now to play free. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Free. It's free. Free, free, free. Free money. Free. It's free to enter free money. Welcome back to our recent studio at the South Point. Stormy Bonantoni and Matt Brown with you. Pleased to be joined by the Sports Betting Hall of Famer, odds maker here at the South Point, Vinny Maiulo. Bow, bow, bow. Bow, bow, bow. A lot of things were free yesterday. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you walk in in the commercial break, and usually the talk is all about, okay, Stormy. What can't I talk about? I know it's, you, you know, your teams. At a, I actually had a really good weekend, and yeah. apparently I was joined by a lot of folks, especially in the NFL space this Yeah, a lot of company yesterday, <laughs> you and Matt. And, uh, again, it, listen, uh, full disclosure, September was, uh, was a good month for, for the books. There, there's no doubt about it. But uh, I remember being in last week or the week before saying, you know, at one of these days we're going to get the, you know, what I always refer to as the, the left side. When You know, the parlay cards that come out midweek, you always have the, uh, the favorites on the left side, whether it's a home team or a road team. But the favorites are over on, always on the left side. And I, I said, we know what's coming. You know, that, uh, that, that left side, although it wasn't just, you know, um, you know, Favorites, yes, because yesterday I was about. Is it know, mixed bag? It was like eight, eight, eight to five or something. Eight, five, yeah, yeah. Was, uh, yeah, eight and six yeah. or nine and six, yeah. depend. But there was a couple of games that fell three. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, in in the game in London fell three. Uh, the uh, the other game that fell three was the Bills. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and again we don't move the money on three. It's you know we go if if it's three, you know they're taking it maybe two and a half or three and a half, whatever the case may be. But again, when when it does happen, you you have to understand in this business. I know. Oftentimes we're talking to, to betters out there, but there's a lot of new operators as well. You, you've got to realize that there are going to be times when you know the public they they have a better day, they have a good day. That's not bad for business because people have to know that there's going to be times when they they can cash and they can win, and it really is you know creates more business. So well, and it's also tough mm. when you live here in Las Vegas and the Raiders are zero and three and they have a must win type of a game and then yep. they cover the spread. Yeah, it was. Uh, we you know what's interesting. We needed – I thought we would need the uh, the opposite side yesterday because the first three weeks 
we needed who the Raiders were playing, the Raiders' opponent. Yesterday, we wound up needing the Raiders, mm-hmm. I which that, was, yeah. I was kind of, kind of surprised at. I, thought, I really thought that game uh, was going to uh, to close three or three and a half. It actually closed two and a half. So it may have been a depending to where you were. Uh, you know, again, and it was on one of only, what, three afternoon games. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, one of three afternoon mm-hmm. games. So there's a lot going to those afternoon games. And, um, you know, we, uh, we needed the, uh, the Panthers yesterday afternoon. Uh, the morning was okay, but the afternoon, uh, it just went to, you know, uh, we needed the Packers yesterday. It was kind of a really a weird day because mm-hmm. typically we, you would think that the Packers right. were, would be back, especially in teasers and things, and, and they were to an extent. But, um, of course, that game, you know, uh, they did cover uh, the, the, the seven-point teasers because it went below three in, in most cases. We closed at nine and a half. So um, Saturday was a, uh, was a so-so day. Uh, typically, the betters had the best of it Saturday evenings. Saturday evening was kind of a wash, but it set the tone for everything going into Sunday, starting with the London game. Matt, I promise I'll let you talk, but I have to ask one follow-up on you the college football. You can tell she cashed and cashed heavily. <laughs> well, one of my losers was Georgia minus 28, and Ooh. that was just such an absurd game. And the reason I had so much faith in Georgia was mm-hmm. because of how bad Missouri has been. And I yeah. saw them up close and personal that week two game against Kansas State, and it was ugly. How have you adjusted your power rating on yeah. Georgia based on their last two weeks? Two weeks uh, from two weeks ago, four points. I've adjusted it down, four points. Um, and again, you don't want to, you know, to go too extreme. But you know, when you're adjusting power ratings, you're also just not looking at that team and who they played, but you're looking at some other teams as well and some common opponents, you you, you know, and and we're starting to be able to get that now at this point in the season after five weeks of college. So uh, you can can look and say, you know, what what are we seeing here and how are teams adjusting to, you know, to the opponents and what's the mindset of these teams and, you know, are they looking at – but at this point here, you you can't afford to look ahead, right? And, you know, I sound like a coach now. But those are little nuances, too, that you want to start paying attention to. So from a Georgia standpoint, four points for me personally. What's the fallout of the Bryce Young situation? Because, I mean, I, yeah. look, Alabama's just five-star after five-star after five-star. But, I mean, again, he's, he was a Heisman favorite, a Heisman Trophy winner, so there has to be some sort of fallout. Yeah. Um, the thing about that, Matt, is he, he, he was not only the best, you know, player at Alabama. <clears throat> um, he's, I think he's the best – he might be the best, you know, player in college football. I mean, overall, I mean, you know, he's smart as well. He 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 reads things so well. He's he's actually, you know, kind of a coach on the field type situation. So, um, I mean, we know he's out. Uh, for how? I mean, I don't know if it's really been determined. I haven't gotten the final word on yeah, it yet. I haven't seen yet. But you know, for, you've you've got to adjust uh, Alabama. With that transition now, of course, it's college is probably not as much as pros. Mm-hmm. Um, but look, you know they're still double-digit favorites this week against Texas A&M, right? I mean, you know, and um, 
especially in a payback situation, will have it. But it's it's at least a three-point adjustment. That's going to be an interesting game. I love also that we came into this conversation talking about how I actually had a good week, and then the two games that we bring up here are Georgia and the Arkansas cover that didn't get there, which were my two losers in college football. But uh, this week's going to be weird with that Alabama A&M game because there was so much hype going into – Everything that happened with the oh, in the preseason, right? And yeah, all that stuff, mm-hmm. and like, oh, that's the game that's gonna be circled on the calendars to watch. And like, now it's like, okay, Alabama's probably just gonna blow them out again, regardless well, of who's at quarterback. Yeah, I think, I think, you know, the thing about that's interesting about A and M is that they've certainly, I don't know if they've really underachieved, um, but you know, the, that whole argument, right? That whole drama was based on the recruiting, right? Mm-hmm. Well, guess who's won the recruiting war, right? When you look at it, let's face it. I mean, it's clear cut. It, it belongs to, you know, Alabama. But, and the coaching edge. <laughs> and and the coaching edge, which, listen, no excuses now for Jimbo Fisher, right? These are all his his recruits and things. So, and, you know, the transfers and, and, and everything like that. But I, I think, too, uh, to based on last year, there's, there's going to be al- support for Alabama and um, <clears throat> the fact that there's an entire week to get ready for it, it's not like, you know, coming off the bench uh, kind of situation. So uh, there'll, be, there'll be support for Alabama here. I mean, think about it, 24 against A&M, who a lot of folks had uh, pegged for, uh, for a playoff possibility. Biddy, we've just seen the numbers in the NFL as far as the totals just get, get lower and lower and lower every single yeah. week. I mean, we were a full – through the first three weeks, we were a full five points per game lower mm-hmm. average than we were – in three weeks last year, is this something you guys are having to delicately, because you don't want to overcompensate, right? Yeah, so it's yeah. like, how are you dancing with all of this? Because, yeah. I mean, it seems like at some point these offenses are going to figure out what the defenses are doing, but it hasn't quite added up yet. Yeah, it's a good uh, good question, good point. I think going into yesterday, into week four, to this week, we're still in, it, uh, in week four, I want to say the owners were about a 65% clip. So, um yeah, but yet you look at some games yesterday too that you know where you know they they started to score points. Mm-hmm. I think what what we we saw we and we kind of figured this may happen. And to your point about offenses uh, catching up and things, there's still some teams that are trying to figure things out. And then oh, and by the way, then there's some injuries that come into play too, and some key injuries that have impacted it. Uh, you know, not just the you know the 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 point spreads on games, but obviously the totals. But um, we did we've adjusted them down, but. A couple of points, maybe a point and a half in a, in a lot of situations. But you also have to watch how the games are being bet. And, you know, you you, you know that – and pro, pro uh, bettors will tell you, if you want to make money, particularly betting totals, there are times you, – you've got to be prepared to bet unders, right, and identify the way there are key numbers in football, let's say three, for instance, right? There are key numbers with totals, too, and what are they? The public loves to bet root for mm-hmm. points. I've always said this, you know, when you, you get the fans in the stadiums and they're holding up the, you know, the big letter D and the picket <laughs> fence and they're chanting defense, they're lying. Okay? Okay. They love points. Everybody loves because they got the over. So, um, you know, the, the thing is, you, you so it's, it, you, you, to your point, Matt, which is important, you're watching the results, but you're also paying attention from our side of the counter as to how, you know the the games mm-hmm. are being bet and who's who who's betting which way. All right, so who who's got the side um, that you need tonight in Monday Night Football? Rams and 49ers going head to head. We're at one and a half here, so I can tell you this: it's the lesser of two evils tonight. The, 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 the people are going to cash tonight. All right, <laughs> the house is not going to win tonight. Um, the total, by the way, is 42. Uh, it's a matter of just mitigating uh, the risk. So we'll try to get off uh, some exposure. Uh, 
with the first half, the second half, and uh, in-game. Uh, but the lesser uh, result tonight, right now, uh, the lesser damage would be done if the 49ers uh, win the game and, and obviously cover it. They right. one and a half, two points. Vinny, appreciate your time as always. Great to be with you. The man, the myth, the legend. Don't go anywhere. We'll be wrapping things up on VEASAN Final Countdown after a quick timeout. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
The temperatures outside are cooling off, but fall sports are just heating up, baby, especially at Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, your go to sportsbook for the latest lines, odds, and boosts for pro football, college, basketball, and hockey. Now's the perfect time to join Bet Rivers. New bettors receive up to $500 in free bets when you make a first time deposit using the code SPORTS. Go to betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today. It's a whole new game. That is a deal. That is a it, really it, good promotion. It, it really is. And, and you know, we were. You, I don't want to just gloss over college football because I, I did want to ask him just about those NFL totals. But uh, the reason I asked him about what the fallout was from Alabama is because over DraftKings anyway, Ohio State now your favorite to win it all. Mm. Georgia now second, Alabama third. So there's at least been minor movement in the markets now as to this whole Bryce Young situation. Even though Nick Saban did come out and say that it's, you know, nothing major. What's he going to say? Yeah, he shredded his shoulder or whatever. Like, he's not going to give that information up right now. And again, goes to show the difference between power ratings and the national poll rankings because Alabama is now once again the number one team in the country, according to the AP poll. Mm -hmm. But because we're mentioning power ratings, I think that plays well into what our pro tip is for this hour. Again, if you are a subscriber, vcin.com slash subscribe, you get not only the pro tips from our shows, but from every show here on the network. And if you specifically like ours, you can search it by show. So you can find out what Matt and I are thinking going into the week. But good pro tip from Vinny. Yeah, Vinny basically said, listen, he adjusts his power ratings. And you got to look a little bit deeper than just the the win-loss record and the box score that's just sitting right there. And he's like, how these games are won. Because he's specifically, we're talking about Georgia and says he's, Downgrade, even though they're winning, mm-hmm. he has downgraded them four whole points in his power ratings because of the way that they are winning and the way that the game has been played out. And so, again, it's not just a win-loss record. It's not just a final glance at the box score type situation for adjusting your power ratings. So just be sure as you go about it that you're looking at the way that these games are being won or lost, mm-hmm. you know, however you, you go about it and uh, and adjust your power ratings that way. Just to wrap up college football talk here a little bit, lots of top 25 shakeup this week, 10 ranked teams lost, five of which were to unranked opponents, which paved the way for six new teams to get themselves up in the poll, including... Drum roll, please. The Kansas Jayhawks, oh. baby, could not be denied. They are in the top 25 for the first time since 2009. It was the longest drought for a program that is currently a Power 5 team. Kansas is out there. College game day is coming up this week, which, by the way, uh, they're 5-0, and and now I'm out here scared for them that they've got TCU coming to town. That's going to be a really, really fun game. I, I thought you were, I thought that big buildup was for the, the LSU fighting tigers that had, oh. uh, that has crept back no. into the top if 25. Anything, if well. I had to pick another team, it would be UCLA for our girl, Danielle, because I thought that I honestly thought, and I didn't bet the game, but I thought that Washington was going to handle business with them uh, in the Rose Bowl, and they didn't. And UCLA played great game. Dorian Thompson-Robinson was tremendous, and they're in the top 25, not only in the top 25, but up there at 18. Yeah, it is uh, – it's, it's still so top-heavy, though. Like, oh, yeah, I absolutely. Look, I look at these teams that are in that mid in that mid range, and you start to see, like, Oregon and Kentucky and NC State and Wake Forest, and, BYU, and you look at those and you go, they would get destroyed mm-hmm. And will if they happen to be that final fourth team that ends up making it, in the, like they would get destroyed by those top teams. I mean, it's just it's just the way that it well, is. Well, right that's now. what. So, just to oh God, I said I said just to wrap up college mm-hmm. football like three times here, but that's why 
I think that I had a little bit of like a false understanding of that going into last week when mm. I bet Arkansas plus the points because I did have a belief at home that they would be able to keep that game close. And then even when it looked like they were going to come back and potentially even win the game after Bryce Young went out, they still couldn't yeah. do it because the rest of that team is put together so well and defensively they're so solid. There's just a lot of and there, there's just a lot of pretenders that are in that yes. that are in that kind of top 12-ish 15-ish range or whatever. You know, I mean like the deal if you watch if you watch the game we, we did say we we're going to like move on here. And we will we're going to talk we were going to talk Monday night football. You have 20 so seconds go. But, no. <laughs> but like you look and it mean like okay even even Kentucky, right? I mean like that was like one of the grossest losses. Like it's just like yes, they, but shout out Kentucky plus seven. Let's get well, it. No, they kept it within seven. But it's like you're sitting there and you're watching. And you're just kind of like, mm-hmm. how many different ways can they can they mess, mess this, this up? up? Yeah, like I mean, how many different? I ways watched can that they mess entire up? game and that was exactly my thought process. And, and throughout. you just go and you, and you look and you say because they're pretender. Like they're just like uh, that's not what one of the top teams does. Like they don't hand the game away four different times. Like they just they just don't do that. I. I don't think they're a pretender in terms of being like a top 15 team, but no, no, yes, no. in terms of being like an being actual, actual contender good. for the like national being championship. Like actually yes. good. Yes. Okay. Let's wrap things up with some NFL. Obviously we have Monday night football upon us with the Rams in 49ers. You want to just talk through your, your bets that you have in pocket. And then like, let's look ahead to week five. Yep. So as we sit right now, twos and one and a half. So you can play either way, however you want to go about this. And again, like if you, if you do like the Rams from a teaser perspective, remember you can roll teasers into the next week. So, I mean, it's not like you can't take the two up to eight and then pair the Rams with somebody else later on in the week. And again, you're getting an eight in a total with the with a a total 41 and a I half. I might actually right? do that. Like, so just something to consider, right? I mean, like you're getting the Rams up to eight in a, 41 and a half total game. So uh, you're getting a lot of value in that. And again, I don't know, even if you, I think even if you're bullish on the 49ers in this game, I don't think you're thinking that they're going to win this by double digits. I just don't see a path really to that happening unless there's multiple turnovers for the Rams. And again, we can't predict that, right? I mean, that's one of the things we just can't predict. Mm -hmm. If there's, there's a pick six or a strip sack that ends up whatever, like that's just, it is what it is, right? Sometimes handicaps go awry whenever things go. I mean, like right off the bat yesterday with the Bucks, I like had the Bucks thinking, like right off the bat, you fumble the opening kickoff, this and is game over. over. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like, you know, you this one's done. Kick. Sometimes done you just can't, no, nothing you can do about it. So, uh, yeah, anyway, I'm on the Rams in this one. Heavy teaser liability, but I like them even at the plus two. I, I, or, I, you know, I would take the plus two here as opposed to just the money line because, again, we've seen some, we've seen some shenanigans on kicks and things and stuff and everything here recently. So, I would take the two for sure with the Rams. And again, I think it's a pretty good teaser leg in a game that I is I feel like it's gonna be more of a slug fest. I don't see either one of these teams kind of boat racing the other. So do like that one. That's I've got, a good, I'm gonna try to find a dance partner now. Yeah. I'm gonna make one tonight. Yeah, there's a couple of interesting legs out there for sure. Vikings down to one against the Bears is the one that really jumps off the page to me. But uh we'll have teaser Tuesday tomorrow, just yeah, saying, you know. Uh also on Debo under rushing yards, like I said, so there was an outlier where he had eight carries in week one, but if you remember, that was a super, super run-heavy slop fest that they were playing, and so um, that's conditions one of, yeah. deemed that so appropriate. So he got a couple extra carries. When we got back to normal conditions in week two and three, he had four carries. He had five carries. Um, even though he went over the yardage total in week two, that came on the heels of a 51-yard splash play, right? I mean, like it was just we can't predict 51-yard runs either, right? We can only go with what seems to be more the likelihood, and the other three carries went for four yards. And then on in week five, he had, I mean, in week four, 
week three. Holy mackerel. You got this. He had five carries for six yards. And so, you know, again, it's uh, it's one of those deals where Tevin Coleman also get elevated. I think that he's going to get, you know, a handful of touches as well. A guy that's familiar with the offense he's played there. So uh, that's where I'm on in that one. Early week stuff for me, I got in on uh, as soon as I got the three and a hook on Cincinnati against the Ravens. I took that. Those, those are all gone, but you might get them back. I mean, they're expensive threes right now in favor of the Ravens. So you might get the three and a hook at some point. If that's the case, I think that is a great, great, great bet this week. This Ravens defense, even though they've been able to move the ball on offense at least really like like moderately good, even though the last two weeks they've kind of stumbled a little bit, um, the defense has been horrible. And so I think that Burrow and company are just going to continue to get better throughout the course of the season. Remember, we keep talking about these guys that didn't play in the preseason. This guy had an appendectomy, mm-hmm. wasn't out there in training camp, didn't play in the preseason, didn't have any of that. So – this first few weeks is kind of like where he's knocking off the the rust as well. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. Against that defense, uh, if you're going to give me more than a field goal, I was all over that. A couple quick uh, notable injury updates as we mm. close out the show today. Uh, per Ian Rappaport, the Steelers are expected, which we expected, no big, big shocker, um, no. that the Steelers are planning to move forward with the rookie quarterback, Kenny Pickett. Well, you know, Mike Tomlin tried to play mm-hmm. it coy after the game. Um but Pickett, of course, saw his first action. The three interceptions, I don't think look as bad if you actually paid attention and watched the game versus what you would see in a box score. So I think there is some excitement, but a tough road ahead, certainly for Pittsburgh, these next handful of games. Yeah, they're 14-point um, dogs, by the way, also, <laughs> to the Bills in this one. So that tells you anything what they think about Kenny Pickett. Yes, yeah. uh, Exhibit A. Mm. Uh, Mike McCarthy in his presser said Dak Prescott's got a doctor's appointment tomorrow for a checkup on his right thumb, but McCarthy added he would like to see Dak have a full week of practice before he would return to game action. Very notable. And also Russell Wilson. Yeah. Update. So this was uh, Nathaniel Hackett in his press conference said uh, Russ was quote dinged up his shoulder in Sunday's loss to the Raiders. He sore today and would have been listed as uh, limited if they were doing an actual practice report today. So something we'll certainly monitor mm-hmm. as well, because right now the Broncos are three and a half point home favorites over the Colts, as bad as the Broncos have looked, they are more than a field goal Sheesh. favorite. Yes, in that one. Sheesh. <laughs> this was a fun two hours. Good luck Mondays, tonight on all your Monday yes. night football bets. Who doesn't love a good Monday? I'm just going to throw it out there. Go Niners. Your girl needs this, even if it's just. just keep it within eight. And so and, really yeah, and I, yeah. I honestly might add that yeah, teaser leg. I think I'm going to do it. Yeah. v Prime Time with Tim and Sean coming up. Don't go anywhere on v the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. 
Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.